Julian Edlow here for DraftKings. The thrill and excitement of March Mania is here. And DraftKings Sportsbook, one of America's top-rated sportsbook apps, is giving new customers a shot to turn 5 bucks into $150 instantly in bonus bets with any college basketball bet. Conference tournaments, Final Four, to win it all, you name it, it's all available on the DK Sportsbook app. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use code ROSS. New customers can bet 5 bucks to get $150 instantly in bonus bets only at DraftKings Sportsbook with code ROSS. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-777 or visit ccp.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort located in Kansas, 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario, bonus bets expire 160 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash bball for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. If you'd like to make your NFL games a little more interesting, you've come to the right place. It's the Even Money Podcast with Ross Tucker and Steve Fezzik. Yeah, Vegas, baby, Vegas. It is the Even Money Podcast, and it's presented by betonline.ag. Your online sports book experts and the place where you get a 50% welcome bonus when you use the promo code podcast one. Steve Fezzik's our guy. You know that the only two time winner of the Super Bowl of professional football gambling out at the Westgate Casino out there in Vegas, the Super Contest. He's at Fezzik Sports on Twitter. I'm at Ross Tucker. NFL on both Twitter and Instagram. If you're a Facebook person, it's facebook.com slash Ross Tucker NFL. You can also always go ahead and shoot me an email if you'd like over at Ross Tucker.com. That's always available to you as well. We are, of course, taking entries for the season long fantasy feast league. All you need to do is take advantage of any of the sponsors over at RossTucker.com and then send an email to me to get into it, especially like ButcherBox, where if you take advantage of that, the Tucker offer, Tucker code, you get $20 off and free bacon, which is pretty nice. Mmm, bacon. We already announced the first two entries into the season-long league. Maybe you're next. All right, so guys, of course we're going to get into you know, the NBA and what's happened the last few days, but I first wanted to talk about a couple of other events I don't know we've ever really talked about here on the Even Money Podcast. Of course, we're joined today by Dave Mason, our guy from betonline.ag. You know, Dave, for being the enemy, you're kind of a nice guy. We kind of like you even though you're the enemy. <laughs> Yeah, well, on air, I'm a nice guy. Off air, I, you know, I'm 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 the enemy. So uh, I I got I got to put on my you know nice guy face when I'm on the air with you guys. So I don't want to nice. ruin my reputation. So well, and you were telling me off the air, Dave. Uh, yesterday was not good for you guys with the U.S. Uh, beating England in the Women's World Cup. Just tell us a little bit about that. Well, yeah, that tells you what kind of bad guy I actually am. I was, I was room for England, man. <laughs> we got we got crushed. I mean, you know, we're, we're uh, we 
we cater to the North American market, so most of our betters are for, from the U.S., so, you know, they're betting on USA, and who can blame them, you know? Sometimes it's like, oh, God, why are you betting USA? You're like, maybe the Men's World Cup, you know, they're betting USA, and I kind of roll my eyes, but the Women's World Cup, it's like, who the hell can blame them? That team is so good. So, yeah, we, we got crushed. Uh, the, the, the three-way money line, the money was on USA, you know, right around minus 120, give or take five or ten cents. Uh, odds to advance, they they shot up to about minus 260 or so, and and all the money was, not all, but most of the money on it was on USA there, too. Uh, the spread, um, the, over we got beat on. I mean, we just, you know, we it, it, was, it wasn't a great day, but congrats to the betters, you know. Uh, we were rooting for the draw. Only 4% of the action was on the draw. So the draw and USA winning in, in extra time would have been perfect, but oh well. What um, – and, Steve, I want to get your thoughts on this too. I don't know how closely you follow it or if you bet it all, but what does three-way money line mean, Dave? Forgive my ignorance. No, that, that's that's a good question. And, then you know, as soccer becomes uh, more of a popular sport to bet on, that's always something that kind of – uh, confuses the newbies. Um, you know, that's that's a last World Cup, you know, we had, but anytime there's a big soccer event, World Cup, etc., when all these newbies come out of the woodwork. Three-way is the the, the the bets are graded after regulation. So, you know, if the, if the score was, if that if the penalty kick went in for England, how did she miss that? Or, got, don't even get me started on that. But if that went in and the score was 2-2, at the end of 90 plus the injury time, whatever that is, and it, and it was going to extra time, the draw would be the winner. So it's it, it, overtime, extra time, whatever the heck it's called, doesn't count on the three-way. Oh, okay. I didn't understand yeah. that. I picture a lot of people betting the U.S. I picture yeah. a lot of people uh, betting the over. Are there other So the ways to bet U.S. would be – on the three-way money line minus one twenty, on the U.S. to advance, and then right. obviously there's an over/under. Are those the three ways essentially? And there's a to spread. There World was Cup a spread soccer? as well. Um, What's minus, the spread? Minus plus it was I believe it was plus minus half a goal. So you know they're on the. And there's Asian handicapping too. That's a whole other conversation. We'll need, need like a ten hour long podcast to explain that one. But there's Asian handicap too, so we'll forget about that. But that's basically a spread as well. Um, but the spread moved back. Some, it was minus a half, then it would go to an Asian handicap minus one, minus a comma, uh, minus a half. Um, but again, that that's that's on a whole other discussion. But yeah, there's different ways. The, the, the total. You have odds to advance. That's just who wins the game, regardless if it goes to overtime or not. Uh, the three-way, which is dependent on the score at the end of regulation and that four-minute injury time or wherever the hell, however long it is, that counts on that as well. And, and the spread. Is it a big event for you guys? Yeah, it is. Well, when USA plays. When USA plays, everybody. We took more action on yesterday's USA women's game than we did the uh, men's World Cup final last year. So, you know, we, most of our betters are coming out of the U.S. So, you know, big big game like that that's on the news, everybody's following. Um, yeah, they're betting on it. The women's World Cup, absolutely. Especially this time of year, people are looking for stuff to bet on. And, uh, you know, uh, a.k.a. the hot dog eating competition on the 4th. Um, you know, it, it, so a big event like this with USA playing, absolutely people are betting on it. Well, let's get to you, Steve. Before we move on to the hot dog eating contest, Steve, uh, 
Have you been paying attention to the Women's World Cup at all? Is it something that you bet, Steve? Do you see any edge or angles there? What do you got? I bet on everything, Ross. Um, the uh, Just to summarize, soccer betting, I'm, I'm going to not hold back here. The dastardly bookie deals three-way lines in soccer because he can, he can hide extra vigorous by having Team A win, Team B win, or there'd be a draw at the end of regulation time plus um, added time. And that's why they do it. So it's virtually impossible to win betting into the three-way long term. Um, the two-way is a much fairer line. And when you think about it, um, especially for the U.S. bettors, why offer a three-way? Well, because the people in Asia love betting three-way, but the, the, just who will advance makes so much more sense. Money actually came in against the U.S., when their best player, uh, I'm going to kill her name here, Rapino, um, was a late scratch, totally unexpected. And so in the sharp markets, I know money came in against the U.S., but I know the public all bet the U.S. Lest we cry for the bookie, Dave, I'm sorry you lost big time, but you and I both know you're booking minus 260. If you had put up like on a two-way line plus 240, you would have gotten a tsunami of money from pro bettors. So you could have just scalped the 20 cents. You rolled the dice probably correctly and lost, but those are the sort of decisions they're going to make um, your book tons of money in the long run. Yeah, exactly. I mean, you got to think long run on that stuff. Also, with the three-way odds, what, what you're saying is there's a little extra vig on this three-way odds, absolutely. But also with soccer, you got to remember, not every game ends with a winner. Like the early stages, I forget what they're called. I'm not a soccer, a big soccer guy, but like the early eight, uh, stages of the World Cup, there can be a draw. So yeah, that, that, uh, that is a great point. And if you book a draw uh, just on uh, on a money line, you're not going to make any money. It's all refunds. So that's a, yeah, a, exactly. another good reason so, for the three way. So there there is a home for the three way, but yeah, after after you know when there is overtimes or whatever. Again, I think it's called extra time. I always butcher soccer lingo. Uh, sorry, soccer people out there. But um, so you know, you have a great point there. Um, but I, yeah, it, it's, so there are, there, there is a home for the draw, but you know, when, once you get into these overtime games, extra time games, um, most people just ignore the draw anyways. I mean, we, oh, if every soccer game ended in a draw after 90 minutes plus the injury time, uh, we, 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 we would never lose a damn soccer game because everybody always ignores the draw. You know, two thoughts here. I, I don't consider myself to be a soccer guy at all. Uh, but it's Megan Rapino, Steve, and it is the group stage, Dave. I don't know go. how I even know these things, but well, you can have draws in the group stage, and absolutely. her name is Megan Rapino. I will say this. I don't care about really men's or women's soccer hardly at all except for the World Cup and except for when the U.S. is playing. Now, I, I get in the World Cup a little bit on the men's side even right. when the U.S. is already out of it. But I just like it so much more when they're actually playing for their country. It just seems yep. like it's uh, it's just so much more entertaining to me uh, when when there's sort of the national pride is at stake. But, yeah, that's, that's really interesting about uh, what both of you guys said about the soccer moving forward. And I guess as we're recording this, they're going to play the other semifinal bump. I'm guessing on some level, though, Dave, aren't you happy that the U.S. won in the sense that there will be a lot more action on the final on Sunday now? 
Uh, yes, but it, I would have preferred it was a draw after 90. Then we would have won a ton of money on draw and then for them for, to win an extra time. So we would have we would have lost some on the odds to advance, but we would have won a whole hell of a lot more on the draw. And that would have been the perfect scenario. If we were just By the way, I think these game just to make money and forget about the final, you know, we would have won. We would have won England to win. It goes to draw, goes to overtime, and England wins an extra time. But so that there's more action this weekend, yeah, the perfect scenario would have been draw, then U.S. wins an extra time. And I'll say this too: um, Steve has pointed this out during the men's World Cup before, Dave. But you want to talk about? Something that's shady in the world of big time sports. That extra time, ah. I mean, that, you know, the announcer says should have two minutes of extra time here, and there's seven or nine sometimes. I mean, it's unbelievable yeah. how how the fact that we don't, and then the official that's on the field is actually right. the one that. Just decides when to stop oh, it. I mean that if that if if either one of those happened in football, people would go berserk. Can you imagine yep. in the NFL they'd be like, "Yeah, there's one guy out there who's got something in his pocket, and he's he's going to decide when to say the game's over." Yeah, and that's the thing that I mean, you know, soccer. Listen, I played soccer when I was a kid. Then I started playing football when I got bigger and could take a hit and whatnot. But so I'm not like anti soccer. I respect the sport, but anytime you bring something like that up to an avid soccer fan, they get so offended. No, that's the way it is. There's no change. I'm like, listen, I love NFL. I love MMA. Those are probably my two most watched sports. But there's there's flaws in those sports that rules to be changed. This is a flaw in your favorite sport. Why when why when they had to review the 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 penalty and stuff yesterday? Why couldn't they just stop the damn clock? You know, for for 15 seconds. Why do they have to? Make a gray area, add on to the clock an extra time to make it the the time that the lady was looking in the monitor. I mean, I just don't get it. That's the thing that drives me nuts. But again, you know, try talking to a, an avid soccer fan about, about that, and they get so pissed off. Steve, anything else to add before we move on to the hot dog eating contest? Yeah, two more points. Uh, just what Dave said. If they had always showed on the screen exactly how many minutes and exact seconds were left in extra time, and that's the way it was always done, and then they proposed this rule change where, well, we're not going to tell you. We're just going to have the guy in the field keep track of it. He'll let you know when the game is over. They, they would, like, break down the utility fences and storm the field. They'd be so angry. <laughs> um, it's the, the dumbest thing ever. And what also, same thing with these soccer purists. Why is the goalie allowed to catch the ball? You're not allowed to use your hands in soccer. Okay, I understand. You don't. He, he's the goalie. Let him punch the ball. If he catches it, it's a corner kick. Same as hockey. If the goaltender catches it, there's a penalty and there's a face-off in your end. If that rule had always been what I just described and someone proposed, oh, the goalie should be able to catch the ball, there'd be a, a riot. That's the dumbest rule ever in the history of sports. Okay, I'm done. <laughs> I love it. All right, but you're not done because we got to talk about the uh, the hot dog eating contest, the Nathan's hot dog eating contest. I had no idea, Dave, until I Googled it, how many people evidently bet on this. Like, I'm seeing odds for it everywhere. I was just trying to tweet. I had Adam Amin, who will call the hot dog eating contest for ESPN on the Ross Tucker football podcast, talking about it and so when i went to promote that he was on the show 
I'm trying to look for a Twitter handle for Nathan's hot dog eating contest. I can't find one to tag it or whatever. All kinds of odds pop up. Is that is this a big event for you guys? I mean, <laughs> it's getting bigger every year. I mean, you know, it, yeah, people bet it, man. It's 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 absolutely, especially since we're a U.S. facing book and it's so Americana. This this event, American flags everywhere, and and uh, yeah, people bet it, man. It's a good event. You know, it's 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 a fun event. You know, our limits aren't super high, um, but yeah, it, it, we take decent amount of action on it, absolutely and everybody's talking about it so wait a minute what what are the different things you can bet i mean joey chestnut wins every year and you're just deciding you're putting over and under on how many hot dogs and that's what people bet i mean that that would seem like those are the only two things anybody would actually bet well yeah uh, he's he's always heavy chalk right he's he's minus 1250 right now against the field um over under hot dogs over seventy three and a half for the winner. However, that's dependent on if he didn't. That would be no action if Joey Chestnut pulled out. We'd have to put a new over under on. So that's totally dependent on him playing or playing or whatever the hell it's eating. <laughs> uh, we had the women's the women's odds. Miki Sudo, she's won it I think five years in a row. She's a minus twelve fifty favorite against the field. Uh, the over under hot dogs eaten by the women's uh, cha- champ is thirty eight and a half. Um, Joey Chestnut, uh, hot dogs eaten the first five minutes over under 45 and a half. Uh, will a member from PETA protest the event? Uh, will a contestant vomit? Uh, will there be a recount? Will there be an eat off, et cetera, et cetera. I love it. Um, yeah. you know, Steve, Steve, so by, by the way, while we're talking about flaws in sports, the fact that they can dip the bun in water, warm water with like crystal light in it is just ridiculous to me or whatever they do. Like, I just don't get it. I mean, either have them just eat the the hot dog itself, the Frankfurter itself, or have them eat the bun the right way. It just to me, it takes away from the event that they dip the bun and it makes it really, really even grosser than it already is. Steve, you said you bet everything. How do you bet this? Well, you look at the over under and wouldn't have worked last year, but um, my understanding is that hot weather does not correlate well to high food consumption. So somehow Joey, it was 91 degrees last year and he set a record in 870 Three hot dogs, I believe. No, 74, 74. So uh, because of that, it's going to be 87 degrees. He's going to have to break his record to beat you. I think, I think you go under 74. Um, at least that's the way you would look towards it. i got to disagree with you, Ross, though, in terms of I don't think you're violating any rules per se. You're allowed to drink water. You're allowed to eat the hot dog. You're allowed to eat the bun. How you do that specifically dipping the hot dog buns into the water, I think is certainly well within the rules. And in fact, Kobayashi, you know, came up with that technique and was world champion for a little while just from that innovation. And it goes to show you, I think the hot dog eating contest, like he shattered all the records initially with that one innovation. And it shows how years can go by on something like the game of Jeopardy. And all of a sudden, one person can come up with a new strategy and it just turns the world on its axis because it's so much better. I think it's a good point. I still disagree about them being able to do it. 
Um, it just it's gross, and it's not how it's not. It's literally not how one single person eats a hot dog. So just have them eat the meat. Nobody <laughs> wants. To, nobody cares that they eat the bun anyway. It's you know like just see how many hot dogs they can eat. At any rate, um, I digress. I will say this: back in when I was with the Bills, like in oh four or 05, maybe oh three, they had the buffalo wing eating contest there. And right. they had me come to be like, I don't know, a celebrity judge. I, I don't really know what I was judging. I think I was just there to wave, and they said Ross Tucker from the Bills. But there were like 10 huge dudes up there, and the girl, I forget her name, Sonia something. Sonia but, Thomas. Uh, Sonia Thomas, like the Black Widow. When yep. I tell you guys she was like 5'3", 90 pounds or something, I cannot believe how many wings she ate. I I have no idea where the food went. She destroyed all of those guys in that contest. It was unbelievable. And then like at the end like took the napkin and like wiped the sides of her mouth and was like all like proper and appropriate. It was un- it was unbelievable. <laughs> yeah, that, that that's that's the thing. Some of these guys are so small. I mean, Kobayashi, he had like Six percent body fat. The dude was jacked, man. He was short, but jacked. I mean, where, where's where's that fat going? I, I don't get it, but who knows? These guys are freaks. All right, so let's get even, into Ross. How do you even measure whether you eat the complete chicken wing? Do they just like weigh the wings before and after? I would think Correct. that's the only way that you can a- accurately describe it, right? That's exactly how they do it. So it's not one of those deals like, oh, there's still meat on the wing or whatever. You get a, a plate, and they know how much each plate weighs. You eat for 10 minutes, and then they weigh the plate afterwards. So I have an idea right there. I think that somebody should have the ingenuity there should be you eat the bones. <laughs> somebody, should, somebody should figure out how to eat the, eat the bones, and they'll win that contest because the bones are heavier than the meat. Yeah. All right. So last thing. I want to get into the NBA a little bit with you. Is I'm just curious, Dave. Is this a big week for people betting the NBA after all of the movement, or is it not? As people still are just waiting for like Kawhi and more dust to settle. No, there's you know, if it's a story, if it's a story and it's on Twitter and it's on all the sports channels, people are betting it. You know, they bet the rumors. Oh, my God, Kawhi's going to the Lakers and everybody's betting the lake. Oh, my God, Kawhi's going to the Clipper, et cetera, et cetera. You know, the other night, you know, just whatever teams in the headlines, people are betting it. It's, it's, it's the same during the regular season. You know, there's a trade regular season. People are betting those teams right away. They have an opinion on it. It's the same thing. But, you know, it's been – on steroids this year with all the big names and uh you know the the NBA offseason is getting as big as the regular season for god's sake i mean as far as it being in the news so yeah absolutely i mean the lakers shoot we opened them after the championship at plus 700 and you know there are rumors about anthony davis and people were betting it and then when the rumors then when the rumor came out that that was going to be the trade he was going there odds lowered to plus 300 and people are betting the heck out of it and then lowered more with the rumors of uh, Leonard going there, and they're plus one seventy five right now, and people are still betting it. So um, yeah, absolutely. Sixers are a hot bet uh, with with the moves they've done. Whether you know, I listen to a lot of Philly radio, and 
you know, for every guy who thinks they did good, somebody else thinks they did bad, but they're they're a hot bet right now. Um, so so yeah, absolutely, people bet it. Then then it kind of dra- Then it, there's a lull period, and it'll pick up again in two months. Steve, what are you telling people right now about the NBA? Well, trying to do an evaluation of how many games most of these teams are going to win, um, because I love betting season wins, and it's up in Atlantic City, um, not up in Vegas. And by the way, Ross, Atlantic City, back in this past um, May, um, they had more handle, New Jersey did, than the state of Nevada. So obviously a bigger population center, but it's only been legal for one year in New Jersey, and they've already eclipsed Nevada, the um, no longer the sports betting capital of the country, I guess. Um, as far as the title odds, you know, we got to talk Lakers because if the Lakers get Kawhi, and it looks like there's a decent chance that they will, um, maybe not quite 50%, then the Lakers all of a sudden are going to become a favorite versus the field. They'll have three of the five best players in the NBA with AD, Kawhi, and of course LeBron. And the Lakers will be probably about a minus 150 favorite field take back like plus 130. So think about this. As Dave mentioned, back at the end of the regular season, the Lakers, they were absolutely reeling. Um, And I know you could actually have gotten the Lakers 20 to 1, like back in April. And then, like Dave mentioned, some rumors about AD going there, and it's 7 to 1. And the second AD goes there, it drops to 4 to 1 and 3 to 1. So if you're a sportsbook manager and something like this, you decide to take a late lunch on a slow day in June, you come back and you're like, what's this? All this liability on the Lakers. If somebody finds out and knows about it and you're not moving your number, obviously things have changed dramatically for the Lakers. That's yeah. crazy. And I, I got to wonder, like, what is he doing? What's he waiting on? It's it's fascinating. Yeah, we we, we we would love for him to make a decision so we can get on with our lives here because it does hold up a lot of stuff. And it's, it's you know, it, when there is uncertainty, all it takes is one tweet, you know, uh, from Woj. And, and our players, most likely, are going to see our tweet before our guy on the stage. And, and all of a sudden you get flooded with, you know, say Woj tweets out, he's going to the going back to the Raptors, and and we have dozens upon dozens of players seeing that tweet before we do, and and all of a sudden all these Raptors bets are coming in, and well, what the hell happened? And you know, so yeah, we would absolutely love for him to make a decision so we can get on with our lives and and set these lines the way they should be. Dave, always appreciate the time. Thank you so much. I love it. We had a little. Women's World Cup. We had Fourth of July with the hot dog eating contest, little NBA. This is perfect. Thanks, Dave. Love it. Love it. Love it. Thanks, guys. Have a great week. Happy Fourth. Excellent stuff, as always, Steve. I appreciate it. BetOnline.ag is where you now take that information that you got from Steve. You use the promo code PODCAST1 to get the 50% welcome bonus. And you win. You win with the tips from Steve, whether it's Women's World Cup, NBA free agency, whatever the case may be. How about next week's episode, by the way? How to win betting pro football. That is going to be a doozy. Get ready for that one. BetOnline.ag. 
promo code podcast one for the 50% welcome bonus. Other than that, I think we're done. Good luck, everybody. Hope you guys win some money. Thanks for listening to the Even Money Podcast. Make sure to also subscribe to the Ross Tucker Football Podcast, the Fantasy Feast Podcast, and the College Draft Podcast, all available on iTunes at RossTucker.com or wherever podcasts can be found.